0: bless you, everyone. I pray that you're having a wonderful, wonderful day, and we're just so excited to have you with us as we talk about practicing peace today. Amen. Amen. As we've been talking about peace uh, during these last couple of podcasts, you know, the thing that we realize is that in this world that we're living in, there's such a a lack of peace, such a loss of peace, and you have people that are searching and, and, and looking for what we have found, and you'll only find in a relationship in Jesus Christ, and that's the mm-hmm. lasting peace. Mm-hmm. Because the peace that a lot of people find is just temporary. And what I've learned in life, uh, you know, to us walking and living without Jesus, was that when we came to a place to where we surrendered to Christ, we stepped out of the chaos yeah. that we had been experiencing in our lives. And it was a lot of it. A
1: lot of it. Yeah, I think it was your
0: fault more you know, than mine. No,
1: it more your fault. You know, We just celebrated 29 years of marriage, and, amen, and I remember posting it uh, about about our marriage yesterday, and I said, 29 years married, three, 26 of those were very good. The first three years were chaos. Uh. Oh, that was just awful. We were trying to do everything ourselves, yeah. trying to do what we wanted, and so much chaos in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much chaos. It was it was very not a good situation.
0: Yeah, because, you know, when you find yourself, you know, when you're living this life, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have Christ, um, you, you what do you do? What do you do when the storms of life come crashing down? What do you do when life happens? Uh, you know, wh- where do people find peace in situations like that?
1: Sometimes when I see the things that are happening in the world today, uh, I was just talking to a friend, I said, I don't understand how people uh, do life without God. It said, Ev- everything, you know, that's just happening in the world, you, you see, um, you know, just... Uh, natural disasters you know politics everything that's going on in politics right now just uh, things in general happening and so many people are are allowing those things to for the to disturb their peace you know uh my daughter was talking about they're having hug sessions and multi-billion dollar corporations because of something happening in the news and it's like well how did that disturb their peace to where people are having hug sessions i mean come on i like to hug but not that something happened in the news, you know?
0: Except yes, if you're getting paid for it, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, I, I think that, you know, when it comes to practicing peace, mm-hmm. number one, you have to find what true peace is. Because if you don't have it, then, you know, you can't practice it properly. And I know that when we first uh, accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, where we began to develop that practice mm-hmm. of peace mm-hmm. was very early in our walk with God. I'm reminded of a situation when our son... Was five months old, mm-hmm. and he had gotten chicken pox. Yes, and to make a long story short, um, it just it went to such a horrible degree to where they had to air vac him from the hospital where where they had him at, and every one of his cells began to 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 burst, and uh, to where he had no features,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, they air vac him to Children's Hospital in San Diego, mm-hmm. and we couldn't fly with him.
1: That was horrible. Uh, we it had was to, a four hour drive. Yeah. And I remember we're very saved, just two years in the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, what's awesome is that because we loved God and we were all in, I remember just just going in that four-hour drive, just thinking, Lord, help me. And I remember not talking the whole time. I just always remember when we didn't know how to speak the word. Uh, uh, not yet. We didn't know yet. I just always remember the Lord always silencing me. And I knew don't say anything. I just yeah. knew it. Don't say anything. I just... Remember, just staying quiet and understanding that God was speaking to me, understanding that God wanted to say something to me. And at that time, I just felt like in that four-hour car ride, He was there with us. It it was, it was just, you know, being in His presence and knowing that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. And in not knowing the word yet, not knowing things yet, just knowing to stay in Him.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember it was. Yeah, it was practicing practicing peace was practicing his presence yes,
1: yes, because in that
0: moment we were just we were cleaving to each other but man we were holding on to God and I remember the thing that I was holding on to was that while you were pregnant I
1: remember that.
0: we didn't we didn't know if you were having a boy or a girl yeah. and there was a lady in the church that came up and laid her hands on your belly mm-hmm. and she prophesied she said that you're going to have a son I she said and your son's going to come face to face with the enemy with the devil that. and he shall prevail yeah and I remember that I just kept rehearsing that word in my heart. I just kept on putting that, what God spoke to us, uh, in front of Him. And I was just practicing His presence. And as I was practicing His presence, I felt the peace. You know, waves of peace would come. When we think about what was going on, you know, that peace would come. And I remember when we showed up at the hospital, inside of the waiting room, it was a, it, the wing of the hospital was designed for children that had chickenpox, And it was like extreme cases. Mm-hmm where they were having like limbs removed and things. And so they had all these miracle stories on the walls in this waiting room of children that had lost both their legs or lost their legs and arms, but they were alive. And that was the miracle story. Yeah. And I remember the devil was just trying to take away the peace mm-hmm. by looking at those things. I, mean, I know that those, that those situations brought peace to somebody, but it wasn't bringing peace to me. No. I was like, I don't want my son having anything missing. Yeah. And I remember when we went in and we seen him, you know, he, it was just a horrible looking situation. But I remember as, as we prayed, you know, we, we practiced God's presence. We stayed in this peace. And, you know, instead of just hanging out in that hospital and just hoping something would happen, I remember going to church. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, you know, going and, and worshiping God and praising God during that time. And, um, you know, it was I've, difficult, but God was with us. His yeah. peace was there.
1: I want to uh, read what the word practice means. It means to perform or work at repeatedly so as to become proficient mm. and to be proficient in something is, uh, you are pretty excellent in it. You're you proficient means to know what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, when, when you're a baby Christian and you don't really know what you're doing for us, just staying in his presence with presence is, is, uh, was us practicing peace. You know, It didn't matter what the situation looked like. It didn't matter what the doctors were saying. Uh, It didn't matter. I mean, I just remember so many things that the doctors kept saying to us. And um, thank God none of that came to pass, you know. Why why don't you go ahead and read Acts 16. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, you
0: know, talking about uh, practicing peace. um, You know, a great story that you read about in the New Testament is... You hear about a situation where Paul and Silas, how they were out ministering and just sharing the love of God, and they came into contact with a girl that was used in divination.
1: Mm-hmm. And they cast. What did that word mean? Because divination is a big word. She was
0: demon possessed, and, and she was bringing these people wealth by by exercising that craft. And when they cast the devil out, her masters couldn't make any more money off her. And so they grabbed a hold of Paul and Silas and they brought them before the magistrates. And we, we pick it up here in verse 20 of Acts 16. It says, And they brought them to the magistrates and they said, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither do observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore their clothes, and they commanded them to be beaten. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they were cast into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner part of the prison and made their feet fast in stocks. Now, what's interesting about this situation is these guys were following the plan of God.
1: And they just got beat.
0: Yeah, they just got beat. They're they're bleeding. I mean, there's sores all over them. You know, they have shackles on their feet, and they're in the darkest part of the dungeon.
1: Now, what do they do?
0: But the Bible says at midnight that Paul and Silas prayed, and they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately... All the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. I mean, this is amazing because there's some people that, if they went through this kind of situation, they get a traffic ticket when they're folding. What
1: did you you say the other day? Somebody gets a a hangnail and they're giving up on God because something like a hangnail happened or they stubbed their toe, you know, something so simple, and all of a sudden, where's God? Where's God yeah. in all
0: of this? And it's like God's always with us. Yes. The Bible says that he's an ever-present help in times of trouble. And I think like what we learned uh, through the years, like in that situation we just discussed with our son, is that we didn't know a whole lot about the Word no. of God, but we did know the presence of God.
1: Because we had gotten saved, received him, and we knew that's what we needed.
0: Well, I knew his presence because we lived so long without him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the truth. No,
0: so we knew when he was there because we followed the peace. Yeah. And so Paul and Silas, they knew God was with them, even though, you know, this this situation happened where they're doing the ministry. They helped this girl, and they're being chastised for it. They understood that their peace was not subject to what other people's opinions or what other people's actions were. They understood that their peace was found as they practiced the presence of God. They began to praise the Lord. They began to sing songs and spiritual songs, and as they worshiped the Lord. The Bible says that the prison doors were opened, all the shackles and bonds fell off of all of the inmates. I mean, their praise in that place of peace that was on them brought peace to that place where people were bound. And the Bible says that the jailer, when he woke up, he was getting ready to kill himself. He'd lost his peace because he thought these prisoners were gone. And Paul told him, he said, hey, don't kill yourself. He said, you know, we're, we're still here. But what's amazing is this, is that when you practice the peace of God, the peace of God in your life, the presence of God that is found in your life, it'll draw people into the peace that you it does. stand in. It's,
1: it's, it's uh, um, infectious. Yes. You know, oh. when, you, when you walk into a room, the peace that is on you should change the situation. Yeah. I always say this to women. I said, you know, I said, you are the peace I said, you have the the ability to change the atmosphere in your home. You know, when you wake up in the morning, if you wake up, uh, you know, angry and upset and, and, and just yelling at the kids and doing all these things, making your, just yelling and for no reason. You all of a sudden change the atmosphere in your home. But if you wake up and you're you're happy, you're getting your kids ready, you're doing what you need to do, getting your husband his cup of coffee so that he can wake up. You know, that peace ha- you, you've changed that atmosphere. And you may say, Well, what does a cup of coffee have to do with peace? Well, in my home, a cup of coffee changes your Changes your tone. I mean it just changes everything. It's like you don't even say two words until that cup of coffee is in your hand And then all of a sudden it's hey babe, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? And then it's it's just Changed that atmosphere, but you know what I love about this story To me this is what the story means is that a circumstance came a huge huge Circumstance came that could have changed their peace yeah. And they did not allow this circumstance to change their peace. In life, circumstances are going to come up. Yeah. In life, uh, things are going to happen on your job. Things are going to happen at your at your uh, school. Things are going to happen in your home. Uh, just out in general, things are going to happen. But if you're, uh, you know, what's the word, encapsulated, you know, in peace, it doesn't matter what's coming out, of, out at you. What comes out of you is important. And I've heard you say that so many times i remember when we first got saved and we were just learning how to witness to people and we're learning how to talk to people about god and i remember one time he does this one guy uh chico barson oh, yeah. great guy uh, he's, he's okay if we mention his name because um he, he's, a brother, of the lord he's a brother of the lord still but i remember you were witnessing to him every single day every single day and then one day he came home and he had a headache and you asked him, and you said, hey, you said, um, can I pray for you? And he said, yeah. And he got her in the car and he walked inside, and I was there inside, and he walked in, and I'm thinking, why are you bringing a, a guy home right after work, you know? And he walked in, and he sat down, and all of a sudden, he just started crying. And he said to you, Josh, he said, there's something in your house. And you sat down with him, and you said to him, that's the peace of God. And you were able to lead him to the Lord and pray for him. He recognized peace, and he was not saved. Yeah, you remember that thing? That was so yeah, amazing. I
0: mean, well, when you don't have peace, you know, uh, I mean, you desire it. I mean, it peace yeah. isn't like, oh, I don't have no peace. Uh, I, I don't, I don't need it. No, when you don't have peace, you're never settled because yeah, peace right. only oh, really comes through presence. Mm-hmm. And the peace that you find on this earth, it's so temporal and, and so, so little that you know, uh, it, it's easy to find yourself in situations to where you know you feel like you're all alone. And what's awesome about God? Because you might be watching us today and hearing this this uh, this topic that we're discussing, and maybe you're going through some things in life, and maybe uh, you know y- your peace isn't exactly where it needs to be. I'm here to tell you that number one, that when life happens, whether good or bad, God never leaves you nor forsakes yeah, he He's you. He does He's always there. He's with us in all things, through all things, and that's what Paul and Silas understood. They understood that whether we are free or whether we are in bonds, we know that God is with us. And in, in, in man and in society, they can take lots of things away from you, but they cannot take your God away from you. That's right. They understood that God was with them wherever they went. And if you'll get a revelation of that today, if you can just absorb this truth that's being shared, and if you can allow your life to rest in, in a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, you'll feel the peace of God come, and then you just got to learn to spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Keep practicing his peace. Keep practicing mm-hmm. his presence so that when life happens, you'll never find yourself in a place where you don't have what you need to get through
1: mm-hmm. what's
0: come against you. Amen. I think that's so important that we understand that. You know, and I remember uh, also in, in some of the situations that we faced that uh, when difficulties did show up, even things that weren't even spiritual. Mm-hmm. I remember one time being on the job and, uh, I was working for a truck manufacturing place, and we had this job that we probably put thirty thousand dollars into oh, fixing this truck. Just
1: such a good, just a good example. It was it was a hard That's lesson
0: great. to learn at first, but it, but it was it was peaceful because I knew God was with me. But we repaired this truck, and basically, it was a thirty thousand dollar plus repair. And when it came to putting the rear end on this truck, this big moving truck, the whole body wasn't square. Mm-hmm. And I remember my boss was freaking out. And I remember they brought the plant manager, they brought all the engineers, they brought everybody in leadership to our area of that plant. And they're looking at this truck and they could not figure out what is wrong. What do we do to fix this problem? But because I was so used to practicing the presence of God, not just in church, not just in home, but man, he's with me everywhere I go. And I remember on my job, I just began to pray and I said, Lord, you know the answer. And I remember... The Lord told me, he said, just drop the lift gate down, the extension plate. Which is, it's that'd be like telling somebody, you know, if the air conditioner's not working, uh, you know what, um, go, go move the doormat. Mm-hmm. It's like, what does that have to do with it? Yeah. But because I was so used to practicing his presence, I had peace, and God said, do that. So I told the, the other foreman, I said, drop the lift gate. He dropped it down, and the whole body squared up. Perfect. And everybody looked at me, and they said, how did you know to do this? And I told them, I said, god told me that how to do this i said i'm not that smart i was practicing his presence and therefore his on
1: your piece. job on, on your job. job because you don't leave it at home yeah you don't leave it at home you don't just say i'm going to work so i'm not going to practice his presence on your job you know at school wherever at the grocery store i don't know how many times i've practiced his presence oh, i know in the have. grocery store in the in the in just shopping for something knowing you know what? go down this other aisle because it's 20 percent off over here you know and I take Jesus with me when I go shopping because he shows me the best deals and, and the best stuff. I really do. Amen.
0: God bless you. Amen. Learn to practice peace every day. Amen. And watch and see God just take over every moment of every aspect of your life. He loves you. We love you. And we thank you for being a part of us today.